Welcome back to 30, Flirty, and Surviving, a show about being 30, flirty, and surviving. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I'm Tanisha. And I'm Tracy. Welcome. Welcome. Um, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram if you just want to kind of follow our lives. And then you can tune in on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Ta-da! I did it! <laughs> 30, 30 Surviving Podcast. 30 Surviving Podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. We are going to get right down to it today because we have a very exciting episode. Juicy. Woo. Buckle up, strap in, ladies and germs. <laughs> it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Yep. So the last episode or two, we realized that we were being a little bit unfair to everybody by alluding to bits and pieces of ex-boyfriends, past men in our lives, and no one was up to speed. We were using some code names, sharing like stories, um, and we don't want anyone confused. So we are going to dive in. Our relationship up, history up. with the ghosts of boyfriend past. Okay, so we're gonna keep it short and sweet, give you a quick rundown of their code name, you know, how long we dated, how we met, a little bit about the relationship, just so you know, just some top line information to kind of like get everybody on the same page. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna dive into a little bit of a QA session. Mm-hmm. So um who wants to be the brave soul to kick us off first. That was this. Oh, oh, it's you. Well, <laughs> you're included in that. That was so convenient. Go for it, honey. Okay. I'm kind of nervous. Are we, giving, are we giving background to these code names as well? No, no. we are not going to. Yeah, I think sorry. It's the best we don't. Um, we, you know, we realized that we signed up for this, not them. So um, to protect their anonymity as much as possible, we are using these code names. They do have meaning. If you know, you know. But if you're we... listening, ex-boyfriends, you know. <laughs> you know who you are. Yes. Um, but we're not going to explain why the code names are their code names to just protect them a little bit. That's smart. Whether they deserve it or so not. So you're less petty yeah. than I am. Okay, yes. got it. Kelsey's like, because I was ready. <laughs> I'm outing this person. He lives here. <laughs> Here's his address, his cell phone number, social security. <laughs> no, if I knew that, trust me, I'd have all this money. <laughs> I wouldn't be working. So. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Don't, don't avoid it. Yeah. It's your turn. Let's, Let's jump it, sister. right in. All yeah. right. I can't wait. Oh my God, don't say that. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, no. So I have been in two serious relationships. Um, my first boyfriend I met in college, he will be referred to as Nemo for all intents and purposes of this show. Um, we met is actually pretty funny. Um, it's just like a in true Tracy fashion. We were at a party in college. Uh, I was playing Beirut with one of my friends um, against these two guys. And we were running the table, okay? Like, we were winning. And Nemo slides on up. And he's like, you're not going to give these girls a gentleman's rack? 
And the guys are like, oh, yeah, man, you're like, you're right, like, totally. And starts, like, picking up the cup. I'm like, don't you dare put your hands on that cup. And I turn to him. I'm like, I don't know who you think you are, but I do not need any courtesy. I don't need any favors. We are going to win this game fair and square. Sounds about right. And um, She was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, why you decided to involve yourself in this situation? Um, but he kind of like smirked to me. He was like, okay, hotshot, like have it your way and walked away. And naturally I was like, that's him. I want him. We're going to date. He is, he is the one. <laughs> um, so we played a little game of cat and mouse for a couple months and then ultimately started dating. Um, we dated for seven Years. I forget it was that long. I, I do too. I think that's the longest relationship well, anybody in our friend group has yeah, had. Minus Besides, the married ladies. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it was a really long time. Granted, full like we were young. I mean, there was there was ups and downs. Yeah. We were a little on and off at times, but for that age. Um yeah, for like, you know, we referred to it last week. Like everyone was out exploring and having fun and mm. dating multiple people. I was like wifed up at 18, which was nuts. I was young and in love. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, we had a really great relationship. Definitely um, a lot of unnecessary fights when we were in school. I mean, like he knew how to push my buttons. I was a full on certifiable psycho. Uh, he was he was no saint by any means, but I definitely was a little bit of the crazy girlfriend. So we would push each other's buttons and kind of go back and forth. Um, but ultimately, you know, when we graduated school, we, the last couple of years of relationship, we were super solid. I don't, can't remember like a member a time that we did fight. Um, we just, you know, we, we had been young before and we had a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. Um, but I think that when everything kind of settled down, um, the more we grew up, we realized we kind of just grew apart. Um, you know, the person you are 18 and the person you are at 25 are drastically different human beings. Yeah, especially and, in college. Yeah. We had been together so long and there was so much love and respect for one another, but like there were things I wanted to do that he did not. Mm -hmm. And I think we had to think about like whether or not we were really compatible anymore. Um, and so I did, decide to break up with him um, so that I could kind of go off and do some things of my own. Um, and that was really hard for me. It felt, I felt awful. It was heartbreaking for me to break up with him because I didn't want to make him sad or cause him any pain. And like to this day, it makes me sad because I just don't feel like he forgives me because I don't think he like understands what I needed to do. Um, so it makes me sad. But um, looking back on that relationship, like I think of it so fondly. It was so special. It was my first love. We had a really, really overall great experience. And like to this day, I would take a bullet for him. I think yeah. the world of him. I, it's yeah. like the, it's the hardest scenario but the best case scenario yeah, yeah. and I feel like if you stayed it wouldn't have served your relationship yeah. you need yeah, to yeah. do those things for yourself in order to build your relationship with yeah. your significant other you know and if you don't want it well I gotta go get it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I think we're both in a really great place now so yeah. it yeah. was all meant to be but um I'm very grateful that it was what it was you mm -hmm. know yeah um my second relationship, I wish I could say the same, but I cannot. <laughs> no. Um, my second boyfriend, uh, if how do I go about this one? Um, how do I put this lightly? 
if he was on fire, I wouldn't piss on him to save his life. <laughs> Same. 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 He's the I one would, that I... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I, was just, I would add gasoline, personally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was the one I had in mind when I was talking about, like, taking someone out yeah, for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. So, um, I don't like him. He will be referred to <laughs> as Voldemort, um, which I referenced last week. Um, but I, I can say, like, that was not a code name we created for this podcast. That was something that you guys started calling yes. him years ago because you literally just did not want to say his name anymore. Yep. So I think that really tells you pretty much everything you need to know. Yeah. Um, but we dated for about a year and a half. I mean... Started off really like hot and heavy, like head over heels. Everything happened so quickly. I thought everything was fantastic. And then I think just as quickly as things started, I realized that it was too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, He just didn't really turn out to be the person that I thought he was. And um, it was a really difficult relationship, like emotionally taxing on me. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to get into all the details right now because we are going to have a, a, a episode down the road where we dive into specifically unhealthy or toxic relationships. So I will share some of that stuff down the road. But I think like Reader's Digest version, manipulative, mm-hmm. unfaithful. Like you say, <laughs> I think you just said he didn't know his personality. It's because yeah. he had multiple yeah, personality. Yeah, yeah, straight up yeah. sociopath. And multiple. Yeah. He likes his things in multiplication. Yeah, <laughs> he likes his. Things. Yeah, okay. He likes his things in. I wanted. <laughs> well, I wanted to say in twos, but I don't know. Uh, I think like that would fives. be conservative. <laughs> yeah. I think two is conservative. So we'll put it that way. One is never enough. <laughs> um, but honestly, no regrets. I think that sometimes you have to have those hard relationships. I think mm-hmm. you come out stronger. I think it. I've learned a lot about myself. I think it's built my character. So I wouldn't change anything. Um, just kind of is what it is. But happy to be out of that and in a better place now. Yeah, I call them lessons. Yeah, that's mm. what I call. I don't call them exes. They're lessons. No matter True. what. No, no matter if it was good or bad. I feel like it's lessons. Yeah. yeah you so, agree. do you want to go next? You can go next. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> So I've had more than two relationships, but there are definitely two that stand out in my mind for being miserable. Um, we're calling my first one Bill Buckner. Um, Why are you only saying the miserable ones? I don't know. Oh. Because the other ones aren't like, they they were fine. Yeah. It's just that it didn't work out. There's yeah. like nothing behind nothing exciting. them. Yeah. Nothing behind them. Perfectly fine relationships. And for the most part, I think with those ones, I kind of broke it off because I realized it wasn't like nothing yeah. was there. Yeah, I yeah. was going in one direction, similar to what you were saying mm-hmm. and they were going in the other. Mm-hmm. So Bill Buckner and I'm not telling them why. Right. Okay. Um, Oh God, I don't know how to explain Bill Buckner. He still gets me every time. I know. I know. That was that was Tracy's bright idea. I had a, I had triple A I had in to mind. explain to her who Bill Buckner was, but if you know who he is, just, just put some just google it yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i i think that he was probably my most and well not my most my first mentally tolling relationship that i ever had and it was through college and if anybody knows me like i'm not saying i'm an angel but i'm a very honest and open person and if i love you i love you like hard so that's how i was feeling with him and i just got like completely manipulated by this kid um he was actually younger than me i was in my senior year of college and 
literally should have been like the best time of my life. And I feel like he ruined it because he was making my life miserable. Like, oh, why are you talking to that boy? Meanwhile, I'm a guy's girl. Like, yeah, I have all these guy friends in college that I hang out with constantly. And he's just like on my shit 24 seven. That's like the main issue with me. Like you can't be on me 24 seven. You need to have your own thing. You need to let me have my own friends, especially guy friends. Cause I love my guy friends. Um, and that just like, wasn't happening with him. And it got to the point where like he was commenting on what I was wearing. I feel like that's a sure tell sign. Like do not stay with him. If he's commenting on what Mm-mm. you're wearing, Mm-mm. like that's not okay. No, You know? Um, so there was one specific time, like we were at a party and it was a pajama party. All the girls were like dressed in lingerie, like looking so hot. I come in like those button up long sleeve pajama shirts that like you wear to bed when you're like five <laughs> and black leggings. And he was like, what are you wearing? Oh, wait, was, was he I was upset? Like, you had too much clothes on? He, no, he was upset that I was wearing leggings. He was upset that I was wearing Point right over my head. <laughs> no, right because it would go over anybody's head. He yeah, was upset that I was logical. wearing What's... leggings, black leggings. Okay. They were tight on the bootay. First of all, also anybody that knows me, I don't have an ass. So like, <laughs> why are you upset? Like, he's that insecure. There's nothing to see. Like I literally, like I, I might even post it to our story because the outfit is so absurd yes. to be mad about. Like I was so confused and I, I just, when I, like I said, when I love, I love. So I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm like, mm. what did I do? Like, yeah. I don't understand this. So yeah. that taught me like a lot of lessons in how to stand up for myself and what I won't put up with. For the most part, but then that doesn't speak to my next relationship. This um, one makes me twitch, like so actually twitch. He, his oh name God. is Pennywise. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker's a clown. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's did right now. I was gonna say someone fucking called. Yeah, this girl. I'm we might have to take Tanisha's mic away because she really doesn't like this kid. Um, we actually met on a blind date through one of my other friends, and it was perfect. Like the first date was awesome, so cool. And I, I don't typically go on blind dates, so it was kind of like a leap for me. And I did it, and the first couple of months were great, and then you kind of start seeing the signs. <laughs> So it was the constant texting. Like literally I couldn't go out with my friends to lunch without having to text him back every 15 minutes, which I was like, you need to calm down. But that never worked out in my favor. Um, And then also it got into like social media. Like, why are you following this guy? Why did you like his picture? I'm like, it's of his dog. What? You look at what you liked. Like he didn't know that. No. Yeah, he looked at what I liked. Um, who like I was interacting with. Um, also what I was wearing. This one. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Just unplug it. (laughs) Just unplug it. It was just really toxic. I don't want to like like you were saying. I don't want to go into a ton of detail. But yeah, I think like. For me, and I think same experience, like, I am, I'm ride or die. Like, one time I went to a psychic, and she was like, oh, honey, your man one day could be on, like, trial for murder, and you're going to be his alibi. Like, not him, not my man. Like, she (laughs) was like, you are Bonnie and Clyde. And that's totally how I am. And so I always, you always, like, want to think maybe they're just going through something maybe it'll get better and so you stick by because you love them purely but the way that they love you is more of an obsession and not obsession and not love yeah and you you hold on because of the good times you're like Mm -hmm. well maybe like I can transform this person and we can only have these good times and it's just not true and you Mm -hmm. try and try and you actually end up doing 
doing more damage to your mental health mm-hmm. than, yeah. you know, if you left. Totally. Because it's hard to leave. But and anyway. When you finally left, it was just like the like straw that broke camel's back kind of thing. Like you just yeah. couldn't take it. And you- exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like ended up um, driving home from Maine at like midnight. I think I called my brother and I think I called you and I was just like bawling my eyes out. Like, well, he called me and I was like, why the fuck is he calling me? Yeah. But also like Beyonce's Lemonade album just came out. So that's what I was listening to on the way home, like to Boston. I was just like, fuck I literally can give you guys an album for each one of Kelsey's breakups. Yeah. Kelsey, there's one, um, like there was a Rihanna album. There was a Taylor Swift album. There was was for every breakup. She had one album that she would just listen to and over that again. Taylor Swift one got me. That was a bad yeah. breakup as well. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. But anyway, like, those ones I think were like yeah. my most toxic. Other ones were great. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work out. So, All right. anyway. so to recap, Bill Buckner and Pennywise. Yes. Got yes. it. All right. Yes. Tanisha, you're up. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. Um, so my I have two relationships as well, as well that um, stick out to me in terms of just how it ended and how I internalize them um the first one would be um it's gumby yeah i always say gumbo it's gumby um hungry yeah a little bit a little bit um so i met him when i was really young i was probably like 19 i think and he was like seven years older than me and i Mm -hmm. just thought he was like the greatest thing in the entire world and i didn't have a lot of experience in relationships and the only relationship I saw was my parents really and that wasn't very functional so going into that I really had no idea what a relationship even was and I just I think he took advantage of that Mm -hmm. and he definitely took advantage of me and my kindness and he had his own emotional issues I don't even know if he's ever addressed them because I don't even fuck he's crazy like he's crazy he really is like the things he would get mad about and like this one story I just have to tell this is how like I don't know if this is gaslighting or just him being crazy but I we were arguing and he the thing he would always do to me is just like not answer me and one time I was like hello I'm talking to you and at the time we used to always play words with friends you know what I'm about to say and I was like hello and he's like I'm sorry like when you talk all I can see is words with friends like every word you say I'm picturing it on the board and I was like fuck you and walked away it was just like who what does says that even that? mean I, you lost me i'm so confused on what that means it just like so like you see the game board and like you play words so you put in like the word so every word i'd say apparently he would see it i don't know it, exactly i don't know Interesting. that's insane isn't it i told you motherfucker crazy he yeah he was he was crazy and i think so my home life wasn't that great and i clung to him because he was like my escape which made me Stay longer than I should have, definitely. Um, And then when I finally broke up with him, it was just like, I can breathe. It was like the best feeling. It's hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. It hurts like hell, but you just are like, it just feels better. Um, So, yeah, that just ended because it just wasn't healthy. Well, I feel like he also had like the car. He had like, you know, like the quote unquote big boy job. Yeah. Like. It was very like, oh, you're like older. You can kind of like take care of me. It's always nice to like feel that way. Yeah. He ended up being crazy. Crazy. Oh, crazy. Yes. Yes, definitely. Glad that one ended. That's for sure. Um, My next one would be PW. Um, This one is hard. Um, It's definitely more recent. Um, 
I definitely want to start off by saying like part of my healing process is honoring that relationship because mm-hmm. it was so difficult. Like what we had was very real. It just, I would, without getting into like the nitty gritty, obviously, um, I had emotional issues that I didn't deal with. He definitely had issues that he wasn't dealing with. And it was a complete and utter lack of communication, like a com- like communication breakdown. And mm-hmm. so because of that, we didn't deal with a lot of the issues that were going on. And it just, we both loved each other. I mean, I think I was definitely probably more invested, honestly, in that relationship than he was in a lot of ways. Cause I just really wanted it to work. Um, but I had to walk away for my own mental health and honestly for his mental health too. I think we just became toxic for each other Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, that was easily the, I will say that it was like the hardest decision I've ever made in my entire life. It was very confusing because you think love's enough and you never know. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like that situation like became like, a, I know, we, I feel like we talk about like pressure cooker all the time. Mm. Like when somebody just like builds up all of these emotions, I feel like that's what happened there. It's like, it was yeah. just a pressure cooker. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we need to mm-hmm. take a step back. So Definitely. good on you for recognizing it though. Like for both of you, you know, mm. for both of your mental health. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, I definitely, ha- it's like I had to make that decision for the both of us because he wasn't in that space of breaking up, but I was just like, I'm drowning here. Mm-hmm. Like something needs to change. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's important too, like just because it was a bad relationship doesn't make it a bad person. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that he loved you to the best of his ability, mm-hmm. but that just wasn't like good enough and it was in a negative spot. And yeah. so I think that it's more of just recognizing like this situation's not working for me mm-hmm. um, without saying anything negative on him, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he definitely hurt me a yeah. lot, but I think it had to do with a lot of it had to do with the issues that he had going on that he was not yeah, talking sure. to me about no matter how hard I tried. So, well, that's, that's the weird part about relationships. I just do want to say this, that like, it's like at one point are you like, okay, I put in enough time into this relationship to try to like mm. fix things and change things. Mm. I am done. Like you're like, nope. An- okay. I can do another year. Yeah. I can do another yeah. month. But it's I'm like, like that mean. it's like, I'm only giving you 972 chances. Yes. Okay? <laughs> and I'm like the queen of forgiving and second chances. And I'm like, I just always want to see the best in people. And yeah. that's sometimes it's like you got to love yourself more than you love them sometimes. It's true. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's tough. So that is the background. That is the background. Yes, speed. we are. So I think now we wanted to get into just like, cause we are going to get in more depth eventually about our specific relationships, but we thought it'd be a good idea just to ask some relationship questions and maybe give our input. If anyone's interested out there. <laughs> um, so the first question, which, um, this is a good one. Can you be friends with your ex and is it realistic? Mm. I think we both have the same answer. <laughs> I don't. Here's my thing. This is ambiguous and it's not really helpful, but I just think it depends on the circumstances. I mm-hmm. think it depends on um, how long you guys dated and why you broke up. Yeah. I, I, so it's, it's not a universal like blanket answer. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, I would love to be friends with all of, well, all the one of my exes. <laughs> and I mean, like a lot of the guys that I've like, you know, hung out with, like 
casually dated. Like I'm friends with all of them. Um, but I think it's really difficult when you spend like for me seven years with somebody, I, you can't just compartmentalize all of those feelings and and have a friendship. You can be amicable, you can be cordial, but can you really be friends? And I think part of the moving on process is also letting go. And mm-hmm. how do you how does a friendship last if then you know you start dating other people and new new yeah. relationships come into your life? Like how do you explain that person? How would that change the friendship? I think that it takes time um, and yeah. it'd be nice, but usually I just don't really think it it's feasible. I don't think it switches off like that. I just don't mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can't jump from one to the next. And like, I, I kind of tried that with um, Bill Buckner. I tried to like, mm-hmm. I like called him and he, he gave me a dose reality. Like he was like, it's over. And I was like, oh, ouch. Which, like, I should have been dumping his ass, but he told yeah. me, I was like, okay, then. But I don't think you could switch it off. But I, like, I'm amicable with some of my exes from, like, back in the day. You yeah, know, like yeah. my high school yeah. ex Because yeah. it wasn't really that serious. No. Yeah. And if you didn't fuck me over, then we're good. Yeah. But, like, Ooh. if you fucked me over, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. will drag your name through the mm-hmm. mud. What about I, you? I agree. I think it's situational, especially, I think it depends on how it broke up, too. And how you both feel. So like in a situation where like, we're just going different ways. Like this just isn't working. I think there could be a friendship, but like Mm -hmm. when you end a relationship, not because you didn't stop loving them, I think it makes Mm -hmm. it impossible. Cause like there's no way I could be friends with some of my exes and like watch them with somebody else. They're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. she's pregnant. Can't wait to go to the baby shower. Like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like I'm the only weirdo that would be like, yo, good for you, dude. Oh my God. It depends. But my exes don't want to be friends with me, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next question. <laughs> she's like, I call them all the time and they don't I answer. I actually have I watched him <laughs> 10 voicemails. I tried to ask him to be my friend on Instagram and I got declined. <gasps> no. I was like, whatever, it's fine. Okay. I get it. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. No, I'm not bitter or anything. I swear. I love you. Um, my question for you guys is: Do people deserve second chances, and are second chances worth it? Tanisha, go ahead. <laughs> I I always think people deserve second. I think it depends on like what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's it depends on like what your threshold is. But yeah. I'm very much a second chance person. I think. I mean, I'm not perfect. So if I did something to really hurt you, I would hope that I would be given a second chance. But that's yeah. just me. It's hard because it's like you don't want to be a um, doormat right. and let someone walk all over mm-hmm. you. But also you always want to assume that like, people mean what they say and have pure intentions. And so you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. So I think it's like a struggle yeah. for me. Second chances have never worked out. But Miss Kelsey Walsh. <laughs> I tend to give them like. 10 chances. Um, yeah, you have quite an interesting like, little story for a second chance now, don't you, honey? Oh, God. Oh, Tracy, I forgot. Davone. The plumber is a second chance. Yeah, and I never stop hearing about it. Like, I don't ever stop. Listen, I would bug you about it to the day I die if I was him. So I'm telling this story now? Is that what I'm doing? Can I, can I start with a second chance thing or should I oh, tell the story? Sorry, yeah, sure. I no, I can tell the story. One the same. No, I'll, t- okay, I'll tell the story. Um, no, I just got out of the relationship with Pennywise um, and so I was living my best life going to the bar every weekend like loving life, just honestly making out with not making out with anybody I could find but just living the yes, single it was. life. Yes, it was. You got a pulse? Just, <laughs> just <laughs> you're like, come here, baby. Just, <laughs> 
<laughs> but the funny thing is, I didn't want to hook up with any gingers, and I am now dating a ginger. Mm-hmm. He will tell you he is Straight. strawberry blonde, but that's not true. But um, so I met him, and literally, fully love at first sight. Like I've never, it's never happened to me before. It's so corny, but um. I walked into the bar and I was just like, oh my God, like, I love this man. Like, literally didn't even talk to him. He could have just been an idiot. Um, but um, we started talking. Um, we hung out. We went on a bunch of dates. Um, and then I decided that I wasn't ready for another relationship because I was very emotionally um I was emotionally drained from that past relationship and I didn't think it was fair to him or myself to just jump into another mm-hmm. one at that time. So um, I ended it and he was so mad. <laughs> he was so mad. I still hear about it to this day. But then um, I actually was over at my friend's house and he walked in and I was just like, what did I do? This was a mistake. I need to text him. We need to go to lunch. He was like very reluctant. So it had not been something that crossed your mind, but it was like once you saw him, you just instantly knew. It had, but it it had, but I had been very upfront and been like, hey, I'm still recovering. I don't know how I feel about like getting into something serious. And that's when he like was like, okay, like, and like kind of was like, screw you. I don't think you did anything wrong though. I don't know if I I would qualify that as like a second chance. I think you were being very emotionally responsible yourself it was him I wouldn't call it a chance it was like I was still recovering and like he was always in the back of my mind yeah. but like I'm not gonna get into my relationship with you and take my emotions out on you mm. that's just not something I'm willing to do yeah um but when it does come to second chances I do think it's cir- circumstantial like yeah. are there kids involved like I don't know yeah. it's like it's a weird no, no. thing kids got about the kids i don't know anxiety about that yeah i don't know it it depends like i i say that i wouldn't but i don't know until i'm in that situation so that's a good way to put it i think that's a good answer you don't know until you're in it you can know you can think you know yeah you don't know you didn't know any of the stuff that you got into with your other relationships. This is very And that true. you put up with. So it's like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, sorry, that was a little long-winded. No, it's good. Um, I have my question, which is, um, how does social media affect relationships and are relationships, like, appropriately, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Are they accurately portrayed through social media? Ooh. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. You take it away from us. <laughs> we both opened our mouths. <laughs> um, you have. I think social media can definitely affect a relationship if it's not a um, secure relationship. Mm-hmm. Like the foundation has to be good because you can get very caught up, and communication needs to be open. Mm-hmm. So if you're upset about something that like maybe he likes something, like you need to feel okay enough to be like, hey, I didn't like that, and yeah, but you did. <laughs> What's that? I didn't like that, but you did. Uh, yeah, you I, know, I didn't. Oh, yeah. You got it? Sorry. But I'm sad jokes, hey, sad jokes. Hey. <laughs> I think uh, it can definitely, yeah. And then there's also the other side of like being worried about what they're doing on social media behind mm-hmm. your back. So you definitely just need to be secure in your relationship. And if you have questions that they might be doing that, maybe you should like reevaluate the relationship. Can you just imagine though that that didn't exist like 10 years ago? What it's, I would like, can I be in a relationship in the nineties? Don't not Instagram, did, like yes. DMing existed Instagram did? in like the fifties, 10, 10, 10 years 10. ago is the fifties. Oh, you said 10 years ago. Oh, I didn't hear 10 years ago. 
someone come get I, her? All I heard was years ago. That's why I was like, oh, like the 50s? No, I just, I mean, I wasn't on Instagram, like, frequently. Oh. Like, I guess you could send DMs via... Well, yeah, I feel like when we were 20 years old, there was Instagram. There was Facebook. You could poke people on Instagram. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't get me Ew. started. Who is this so bitch cringy. poking you? <laughs> that is so cringy. I'm the only one that pokes you. <laughs> anyway, what about you, Trace? Um, I think that, yeah, I think social media offers a lot of temptation. So I think it um, can put some couples to the test depending on, I think, how strong they are and how committed they are to their Mm -hmm. relationship. Um, It opens up a lot of doors, to your point, that like people didn't have years Mm -hmm. ago. but I think otherwise it should be it, it like it shouldn't be a problem for the most part. It is you guys are both there for the right reasons. I agree. Like we're on the bachelor or something. Are you there for the right reasons? Yeah. I know. Um, but I think that in terms of how social media po- portrays relationships, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> just gag worthy, man. I don't know. Like I Sorry. mean, like I well, my last uh, Voldemort would not allow me to post him on social media for. A slew of reasons. Sure, tell um, sign. But Holy even if I flag. did post a guy on social media, I would like my captions are like Drake quotes and Ariana Grande lyrics. Like yeah. I'm not gonna be the girl that's like, I love you so much, my cute little snuggly wuggly bear. Happy four year anniversary. Okay. Can't wait to do forever. <laughs> like. The worst that. is the six month anniversary <laughs> post. Like, what the hell you been through in six months that you post about? I, like, I would never like be like that. Um, and if some people are genuinely like that, then good for them. But a lot of it, I think, for me, sometimes it's like hard to buy. Well, social media yeah. is in real life. It's like yes. literally what is the best of your life. So mm-hmm. I actually saw. I think I was telling you guys last night that I saw this like graphic I, I don't know it's a part of some group that's like relationship abuse verbal physical whatever but it was a picture of a couple and it was like an instagram picture of them like posing and like being cute they're in love and there's this caption or whatever and he was like twisting her arm i've behind seen her one. back mm-hmm. to be like Thanks. what you see is not what yeah is reality and that's not the case for everybody that's an extreme but like it's true mm. yeah i think just keeping that in mind yes like yes. i'm not sitting here trying to hate on anyone who posts genuine and authentic things about their significant other. Mm -hmm. But I think just like it's the highlight reel and that goes for every damn selfie you post of yourself Mm -hmm. and the couple's photos as well. Like Mm. you just really don't know. So just take it all with a little grain of salt, you know? Yeah. Whether, whether you have a filter on the photo or not, that is filtered in some sense. Like whether it be like what the situation is or like the lovey doveyness of it all. Yeah. I'm just not a lovey dovey person. I like post Ryan every once in a while. I mean, the plumber every once in a while, but yeah. like, I just can't, mm. it's just not in me to be yeah, over the top, but to each his own. I really came for those six month people. Sorry. I don't know why. Cause I think I saw a post this Cheers one time. Six months. <laughs> no. I, saw, chocolates. I saw this one post and it was like, we've been through so much. And I was like in six months. You don't know so your I, story. I know. I know. I got a little judgy there. Sorry. Six monthers. Okay. I am a six monther. So that's actually called myself out a little bit there. Hello. I haven't posted. So it's fine. Um, next question. This one. I what? 
That was a lie. But yeah, that was a blatant lie. I didn't post like a happy six months. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you have posted him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't been like, so. we've been through so much. Happy sweet months. Six months. Happy sweet months. Happy sweet months. Yeah. I was thinking sweet All prince. Right, let's get the show on the road. Yeah. Um. So next question. I like this question. Mm-hmm. What does love mean to you? And what is your definition of love? Who wants to go first? This is deeper than my emotional capacity. So if you could answer first. I got this. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the definition of love is just, I don't know, unconditionally giving yourself to someone, even though it's uncomfortable. I don't know how to explain that. Like, I feel like mm. I had a, a really hard time, like showing my true colors and like being like, I am mad about this or like, I'm upset about this or like, I I'm texting him too much. Like th- coming out of those relationships, I thought of that stuff. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm texting him way too much. Um, I shouldn't be mad about this mm. because then he's going to be mad. He's going to think I'm over the top. Like, no, true love doesn't see that and like accepts you for who you are. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that that's funny that you said that because the only thing that was coming to my mind was love is choosing somebody. I think because of their flaws and not in spite of them. Yep. Mm, I love um, that. And just like unconditional loyalty and partnership. Mm-hmm. Love That's that. a good one. I like that. Thank you. I had to brace myself before the words could come out. Aww. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a little, a little vomit in the throat that I'm still trying to solve. <laughs> <laughs> actually this song by rum gold called call it what you want in the beginning of the song it goes all i i don't know who i am all i know is that i am yours and i don't want you to leave but for you i'd open every door and that song always just like i heard that song and it just like really stuck with me because i genuinely think love is selfless in that way it's like i love you so much that i just want you to be happy whether it's with me or whether it's not with me and Wherever your life takes you, like, yeah, I just, you know, it's a very, I think love is selfless, you know, healthy selfless. Yeah. And I feel like you need, you recognize your own flaws and you like accept them because you know that person has your back instead Mm. of like being defensive because like. I think everybody can get like that and be like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm perfect. You're like, oh, I should work on that. And I want to work on that for you. Yeah. I want to better myself for you. So, yeah. And not feeling like you need to control them or like make them be who you want them to be or Mm -hmm. anything like that. I think that's that's just how I view love. I agree. And I mean, I think we touched upon this slightly, but do you guys think that love is enough? I think that that ties into everything Mm. we were talking about through second chances and Mm. all that. Unfortunately not. I think to only to an extent. Mm. I think it can get you through something for a while, but not forever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I have a fun question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a would you rather. Would you rather have a genuine, true love once in your life, knowing that it would not last forever, that it would only be a short period of time, or never experience love at all? You're both looking at me. So. <laughs> you go. Um, I would say experience that one true love at least once in your life to know what that feels like because it's such an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I think I would want it, even though it's like hell when it ends, but that's my answer. Good answer. I agree because I think that even having a love for the, your whole life is short. I don't know. And you have to eventually lose them. I know I'm getting deep here, but like you do eventually have to lose them or you die first, which like, can I die first? Whoa. I would like to die first. I'm just saying. I like to put, put that request now. You literally tell hey, Plumber that. Upstairs. I do. I tell Plumber it all the time. I'm like, please like put that cigarette down because you're not dying before me. God like, damn it. I'm dying. But anyway, <laughs> what about you, Trace? Um, no. Miss, nah. me with it. Miss me with that. She, shit. Goes, she goes, nah. It's going to be a no from me, dog. I love it. I just feel like I would rather, like, I, because I, you have to, like, live every single day in that, knowing that it's not going to last or, like, it's not going to go somewhere. And then afterwards, your entire rest of your life is, like, you'll never get that again. I would just rather not know what it's like. I get I get that side of it, too. Yeah. No? Yeah. I get that, Which too. Which is sad and morbid, but, you know, my eyes cold I mean, heart. I just said I wanted to die first. Self-preservation <laughs> is what that is right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, last last question um, for you guys before we wrap things up is outside of the obvious, like moving on, watching them be with somebody else, what is the hardest part or what maybe even like specifically a, a relationship you guys had of a breakup? for you Mm. losing your best friend Mm. it's just one person you go to all the time yeah like after i broke up with pw i just it literally felt like i lost a limb Mm -hmm. like he was my person so losing that was the hardest part like when i got sick i want to call him and i'm like i can't yeah and it's that part of it is really hard yeah, I think it's jarring to like lose the communication with them because mm-hmm. you go from like texting this person every day mm-hmm. to being yeah. like, oh, I have to set a boundary now and I can't literally reach out to them at all. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a very lonely feeling. Like, yeah, you have your girlfriends and everything, but it's just, it's so jarring, I think, yeah. and difficult. I agree. You? Mine is breaking up with the family Uh, oh my god yes um that's that's a good one for me my like with nemo i mean we dated for seven years his parents were my second set of parents his sisters were my sisters like i watched his little sister get her license go to her first prom have her first boyfriend she like her and i were were so close Mm. and his mom is one of eight siblings so he has like aunts, uncles, cousins, second cousins. I mean, I was at weddings. I watched people get born. I was in their lives from day one. And then all of a sudden you're not. And, um, you know, you mentally prepare to break up with that person. Not that that is easy either, but I think like you can, you can justify why the relationship isn't working out, but it's really hard to wrap your head around losing their family too, because you love them just as much. And there was no reason why that didn't work out. You know, that's it leaves the hole. So true. That was yeah. hard with PW was his family. Hard. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you think like, what do they think of me? Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Yeah. And I'm totally. like, I never got to say goodbye. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's the worst. That's the worst, worst part. But that's another up. boundary that you need to set. It's like, yeah. I, I literally can't, yeah. I definitely post breakup have texted, um, my ex's parents and been like, Hey, like love yeah. you guys. Like whatever. It's kind of like a, a way of closure for me too. Mm. I think that sometimes it's necessary. So yeah, yeah I agree. But okay. anywho, so 
we told you guys um, to let us know if you have any questions, any thoughts to kind of reach out to us through social. Um, and we have gotten a few DMs and there have been a few thoughts and questions. So we decided to come up with a little, um, I don't know if you'd call it a segment. What would you call it? Uh, I, I would call it a segment. Yeah, okay. no, I call it a segment. <laughs> a segment. That's only because you're. All, I'm on the spot and I have nothing yeah, else yeah. going on. <laughs> you guys will get it when I say it. But anyway, we're gonna call it Dear TFS, and it's similar to a Dear Abby kind of write-in. So I don't know if anybody's familiar. I don't know if I'm aging myself. Hopefully not, because this is a show about being thirty. But um. Dear Abby was, you know, a newspaper article where people would write in um, with their thoughts and problems and she would write back um, in the newspaper to give her thoughts and her opinions on said problems. So so now we've just appointed ourselves, yes. Abby, and we're here to share our humble opinions because, because yes. no one wants to know. <laughs> because we know everything. So we actually, we, just so we, you know. We are Yoda. <laughs> we are. We are oracles. <laughs> The three oracles. Now all I can think of is like the oracles at the top of 300 who were like, I old know, and, like, when he gets disgusting. like licked. Uh, oh, anyway, anyway. Sorry. So we did. Sidetrack. So we did um, get our first one, and I am going to read it off the paper here because we pulled it from um, our Instagram account. So today's question is Dear TFS, I have anxiety and it's something I have been dealing with for years. I am recently in a new relationship and my current boyfriend doesn't suffer from mental health issues like I do. So it's hard for him to understand how my anxiety affects me and it's causing some tension between us. How would you recommend I navigate a productive conversation with him so we can continue to move forward? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I'm literally dealing with that one right now. So I get that. Then take the floor. (laughs) Um, so what I've been trying to do first step, I think would be knowing how your anxiety manifests in you. So that way you can tell them, you know, cause when they don't understand it, they don't even get like how it feels and it's hard to describe how it feels, but you can kind of say like, when I'm anxious, I get like irritable or I shut down or X, Y, and Z. So that way they get an idea of like, she's irritable Okay. So maybe. rather than trying to make them understand what the feeling of anxiousness mm-hmm. is like, having them recognize the behavior so they can understand that that's maybe something you're currently going through. Yeah. Because you can't explain something like that. You can't, It's just hard. Like I can, I've tried my best to explain it to Sweet Prince, but it's just, I don't know how. If you don't feel it, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't go through it, you don't understand. And literally, I will say the worst thing that anybody can say to anyone who's anxious or depressed is, you know, just be happy. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, or just, okay. just stop worrying about it. Yeah, no, it's it's just not that easy. And like I went through something similar with the plumber where literally that's what he was saying, because he I think that it is nice to help them understand, like you're saying, because they feel so lost. They're like, mm. I'm your person. I should make you happy. Why aren't you happy? Because yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm supporting you. It's like it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. It's just bigger. And you don't even know where it comes from. Like the actual definition of anxiety is your body thinks there's danger. So it goes into flight or flight mode. And the problem with you when you have anxiety issues is that for, even though there's no danger, you think you are. So, and there's, yeah. it just comes on like out of nowhere. So I think definitely taking the time to understand your own anxiety is the first step. Cause then you can find a better way to speak with them and maybe help them understand it. But like taking that time for yourself 
It's self-reflection. Yeah, because I mean, I've I feel like there have been moments where I'm like outside of myself and I'm like, I literally don't even like me right now, but I can't help it. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like these words are just spilling out of my mouth and I can't help it. So definitely taking the time to explain it and like let them know that patience is key. Like you have to be patient with somebody that's anxious and depressed or Mm. both, you know, communication. I think it's good. Whoever like trying saying that you want to have a productive conversation because I think communicating is extremely important in this situation. Agreed. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. And you can email us, DM us. If you guys have questions, we are going to be ending each segment, um, weekly, each episode with this segment we are going to be ending each episode weekly with the tfs dear tfs Mm -hmm. segment so please feel free to dm us any questions that you have or you want answered or um anything that you're struggling with because let's be real we all go through it um and sometimes it's just nice to have an outsider's perspective and we will absolutely not disclose any names (laughs) so just know that but Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah well girls another one down the people aren't here for that okay that's true that's true um so yeah you can follow us on instagram at 30 flirty surviving podcast or you can listen to us on apple spotify youtube or iheart so yeah tune on in guys we look forward to seeing you next week yes definitely bye See you later.